This is Railroad Rudy. For those of you that can't get a Valentine this year, just tell them you were a former Chattanooga heavyweight wrestling champion. Worked for me. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 419. You can check us out in past episodes, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, as well as MarkingOut.com. If you care to purchase some t-shirt merch, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Watch our videos, share our videos, and give them a uh, thumbs up, Ski. If that's a thing, give them a like, yeah. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Unfortunately, Chris is sick this evening, but if you want to follow him on Twitter, you can follow him at ChrisSweenDog. Joined here by Dave, though, at DaveTheRave underscore MO, collectively, at MarkingOut. Dave, how are you doing? I am doing awesome, as always. How about you? I am doing awesome, as always. Copycat. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, I was the, the innovator of that. Mm, no, you weren't. Not many people do know that story, though. No, you weren't. Do you care to tell this story? Mm, no, you weren't. What about the story, though? Because there is no story. But there's a story about how I created that. But you, but you didn't create that. Okay, so how, is, how did you come about that? I don't know. I think I was saying that before Miz was saying, oh, I'm awesome. Were you? I think so. It's possible. It's very possible. So, Mr. Uh, Showstopper over there, how was your week? It was, uh, it was good. Went to, uh, I went to Chili's. Baby back ribs. I got their barbecue sauce. I did actually get their barbecue sauce. Thank you. <laughs> but I uh, I went there. I got their chicken and waffles. I don't was... know if I would get waffles from there. They're... Okay, so it's weird because I would get it again, but the waffles were definitely like overcooked. Okay. It seemed, but uh, I really liked it. I haven't had chicken tenders from them in years. Mm-hmm. So... I was I was happy with the way they turned out. Okay. I think the next time if I were to get it, I would get it without the sauce because it was kind of like a barbecue-y type of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but I, I also, I went to Cheesecake Factory. There you go. Did he crush happy hour? I, ooh, now I don't know. I don't know if I went I'll... there more than once. <laughs> yeah, I no, a... no, no, I, oh, actually... Oh man. No, I didn't I crush really happy. I didn't I didn't crush happy hour there. I, I cuz I don't know. Now I don't know if I went to Grand Lux this past week as well. If I went to Grand Lux then I definitely crushed happy hour. I think I did. I think I did go to Grand Lux. But I it's can't remember. It's weird that you, you you don't remember. 
Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I, I, before we were going to go to uh, Cheesecake Factory, we called another restaurant to see if they do refills on soda. Because that's like, it's a pretty good perk of a, a pro, uh, I was about to say a pro wrestling match, <laughs> of a restaurant. And uh, when we called, they they said, do you mean like free refills on deliveries? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Like, how do you have a, how do you have a refill on a delivery? Yeah. I was like, bless your heart. <laughs> bless your heart. Yeah. But that's basically it. I booked a trip to Disney World this week. Or not this week. I just mm-hmm. booked it today for a future week. A future week. All right. And that's uh, that's pretty much how my week went. How's your how's your week? Well, let me tell you something, brother. Um my week was uh pretty long and great. Um not really too much took place. I did watch two awesome movies the other night. I watched the Train to Munich, uh, which is about um, a train to sub- Munich. Spoiler alert! Yeah, a train to Munich. <laughs> uh, it's someone that escaped the uh, con- uh, escaped the concentration camp, and a whole lot goes down. Well, I, now I feel bad for making a joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and then the other movie I watched was Casablanca. Oh. Uh, I've never seen Casablanca before, and now that I saw it, I thought it was amazing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it sucked. No, both movies are really, really great. I mean, I love the movies from the early 1900s. I mean, this was from 1940 and around that era, and it, both movies were done so well, and so Casablanca was just really good. Did you cry? No, I did not cry. I was pretty much glued to the tv watching everything that was taking place though it was very very good have you ever seen it or no i've never seen casablanca or a train to munich but Mm -hmm. i don't really like movies from the 40s i don't know when munich is from but uh yeah that's it i think that was from 40s casablanca casablanca that was from 1942 1942. Um, yeah, both movies were just really good. So now when, I'm not. When is the train from Munich from? Uh, train to Munich. Train to Munich. Um, 1940. Oh, it was. It's a night train to Munich. Oh. Night ter- train to Munich. Wow, it apparently has 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's uh, about the same amount as Fighting With My Family currently has. Oh, interesting. Are you going to go see that movie? Uh, I have nobody to go see that with. No, I don't think anyone, no, none of my friends would go see it. I would go if it was a Madden A. It's, it's at 90% right now. Yeah, I would go see it if it wasn't like the 12 to $18 movie. Uh, no, 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 no. You could get a you could go somewhere for seven bucks and see that. Or really? I'm sure you could even get it for four. I mean not four, six or something like that. Well in America you can see it for I think six. Yeah. On Wednesdays all day. And then in Balmore on Thursdays, I think it's six dollars all day. I have a regal gift card I have to use. I've been sitting on it for quite some time now. I haven't been to the movies in a Why bit. don't you get off the seat then? Well, I haven't been to the movies in a bit. 
Well, I mean, if you're sitting on it for so long, though, uh, you should just... That's yeah. a terrible joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would go see it, though. As long as... Uh, should we go on night? Valentine's Day, huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's all, you, that's, you like it's only, that's only it's only showing in uh, Manhattan on Valentine's Day. No, it doesn't come no. out like officially until the 22nd, I believe. Mm-hmm. I what guess. do you mean it doesn't actually come out till the 22nd though? It's in select theaters tomorrow. Okay. But like worldwide. Oh. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so uh, what else did you do this week? Anything else or nah? Uh, no, that's about it. Uh, right. I mean, we've been doing it. Tonight's actually the finale, but it doesn't matter because Eva Marie has been eliminated. Yeah. She was voted off. So there's really nothing else to talk about with the show. She was backdoored, and it was messed up. She messed won. up. Yeah, I, uh, that's it. Big Brother, that's it for Big Brother talk. You'll never hear me discuss it again unless there's a pro wrestler on next season. I just want to know when she's going to be making her return. Probably not. Well, you, you, come on. You don't have to say that. I, well, I don't know. And I'm sure, never and say for never. Some, I mean, there's still people who like, tons of people like, oh, she shouldn't be in WWE, blah, blah. But And that's exactly why she should be, though. Hmm. Right? I guess. I mean, it's not... I don't know. She she improved greatly when she was towards the end of her WWE career. I agree. I definitely do. So, now that we got that out of the way, do we speak about some Outside the Ring news? I was going to do Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, we could go right into that as well. Which, uh, Monday Night Raw opened up with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon hyping up the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view this Sunday. Whoa! And they brought up WrestleMania and Becky Lynch, and just as Stephanie was going to introduce Becky Lynch, Becky cuts her off again, which I think is is fun. I think it's good. I like like that it's... that that happens. Mm Mm-hmm. But... Um, Becky went to her doctor this past week. Everything was all cleared, which is kind of, I mean, kind of stupid in this situation because you had somebody else that, like, real life kept going to doctors and kept getting cleared mm-hmm. and that wasn't allowed to compete. But uh, her doctor conferred with WWE's doctor or whatever, and now she was able to compete. And um, Stephanie said, if you apologize to us. And they left it at that. So I'm, I mean, at that point, all the fans were chanting no. Which, uh, as they should be. Yeah. But the first match of the evening took place was Nia Jax and Tamina taking on and defeating Bailey and Sasha Banks as well as the Riot Squad. This was uh, whoever loses has to enter the Elimination Chamber first, which uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks lost. And Very unfortunate that Liv, Morgan, and Sarah Logan did not win. 
Well, it doesn't matter if they win or lose. It wasn't that wasn't the stipulation. As long as they didn't lose, they were fine. Oh, okay. I'm good with it. Never mind. But Sasha Banks got injured in here. Uh, she like aggravated her shoulder or whatever, so she couldn't compete. Bailey finished the match alone. Shoot. Uh, probably not. But hmm. but yeah. So. Weren't they saying that Sasha did have an injury though? I don't recently? know. I have no idea. But they, it seems like they're stacking the the deck against Banks and Bailey, just so they could come out for nowhere and win it. Well, it's not out of nowhere. They'll be the first team in, probably endure the most out of the match. Yeah. And then, I assume, win it. Oh, or Banks turns on Bailey, causing Bailey versus Banks at WrestleMania. Uh, that wouldn't make sense. But dude, it it's wouldn't the, make sense. Dude, there's still, the I mean, there's still a pay per view in between that, which they just mentioned, I think, for the first time on SmackDown. What pay per view? Fastlane. Oh, I always hate that pay per view. Well, but, uh, it makes no sense to me. I mean, month wise, it makes sense. Yeah, January, but I, I, you're February, also March. I'm also thinking that there's too many pay per views. Right. So. Uh, next up, you had Elias. Which was uh, super weird because yeah. they introduce Elias, then it cuts backstage to Becky Lynch and Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Then they go back to Elias, only to get cut off by some random Seth Rollins video package. And then he goes to perform, and he gets cut off by Lucha House Party. But that wasn't too bad because they wanted to perform with him. Yeah, they said they were they wanted to walk with Elias. And Elias, um, Elias performs. <laughs> they, give yeah. him a, they give him a thumbs down, and Kalisto's like, ah, I could do it. And so he does he, it. Yeah, he gives him the guitar. Kalisto plays a little bit. And Elias goes, oh, we should do it. And then boom. And he definitely did it. He smashed that guitar right over the back of Kalisto. Yeah, and then he ran away. I don't... Yeah, he kind of got out like a coward, though. Well, yeah. Um, But, yeah. Next up, you had... Finn Balor pick up the victory over Drew McIntyre by DQ because Bobby Lashley got involved. Um, this caused Kurt Angle to come on out and make, it, make the save. And then eventually Baron Corman came out followed by Braun Strowman. Holla, holla, holla. And that's what led into the next match. Finn Balor, Kurt Angle, and Braun Strowman picked up the victory over Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Baron Corman. I didn't... I don't. I didn't get the almost ending of this. I was very confused with it. I mean, right at the end, Balor's foot got under, got on the rope, and the referee restarted the match. It was literally. Um, it was right in front of the referee's eyes. Yeah, that's that's and, what I didn't get. Like as of late, it seems like referees have been made to look stupid. But what's the point of restarting the match? Well, here's the thing. As soon as he counted three. John Cone is like looking like all around like what like oh, like maybe that wasn't supposed to happen I couldn't like I still I'm not a hundred percent sure no I I think that that was I don't uh, know. scripted for him to look around the way he did it was like confusion as if like maybe Kurt Angle who was like literally watching this happen was maybe no, supposed I... to hop in the ring and break up the pin or something. No, I, 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 I would have, I would buy the Ron Killings. I don't know why I said that. Uh, picking up the victory on SmackDown, that 
uh, over this one. Yeah, well, um, Chad Patton ran down and uh, told him that Finn Balor's foot was on the rope and they restarted Oh, that's it. Chad Patton. Yeah, it wasn't Dean Ambrose like you had thought. Yeah, at first I'm like, Dean Ambrose? You know, did, I, guy's- I didn't think it was Dean Ambrose, but after you said he looked like Dean Ambrose or you thought it was Dean Ambrose, I was like, oh, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. But, yeah, just the, I don't know, Cone looked super confused after he called the three, so... I don't know. And I honestly, I think the, the best part of this match was when uh, Baron Corbin went to stop Braun Strowman from getting back in the ring towards mm-hmm. the end of the match. Kurt Angle hitting that German suplex on the uh, the outside. I thought it was a really good German suplex. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next up, you had Kevin Owens. They showed a promo of Kevin Owens and what he's been uh, up to, and he'll be back in about a month. Yeah, he's chilling at a bowling alley with his family. He goes, oh, let's see, this is real sports or whatever. And, like, he didn't actually say that. I forget what the promo was. But he got up to to do a, a bowl, if that's what they call it. And, uh, yeah. and he put, went to the gutter. Yeah, gutter ball. Funny. But it was awesome to see Kevin Owens back. He says not sure if the McMahons are going to put him on Raw or they're going to put him on SmackDown. But uh, yeah. one month about. So One month. Yeah. Up next oh. was Ruby Riot defeating Nikki Cross, which was annoying um, because of what happened in the middle of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, after, well, actually, during Nikki Cross's entrance, you had they just randomly cut to Becky Lynch backstage being interviewed, and then during the match. They were like, oh, it looks like something's happening backstage. And they cut backstage, and it's literally just Becky Lynch standing there, staring out into the distance. And a few seconds later, you had Ronda Rousey walk up and do cut a promo with her. And it's like, if you're trying to build an opponent for Rousey, and you're trying to build up a new call-up, is it really the best thing to, to cut away from their match? No, not at all. So, I did understand that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that. But uh, up next, you had Seth Rollins come out, cut a promo about Brock Lesnar, and him getting hit with six F fives on Raw two weeks ago. Uh, Paul Heyman came out and shockingly said, "Brock Lesnar's not here tonight." And then Rollins is like, "I'm gonna do everything in my power." to make sure Brock Lesnar walks out of WrestleMania without that championship. Even if this is my last match in WWE, I'm going to make sure Brock Lesnar doesn't win that championship or walk out as champion. Which I thought it was a good segment. I thought it was also a bit long. Mm-hmm. And then you had Dean Ambrose come out after that. And he goes, I just have one thing to say to you. Slay the beast. Yeah, that was it. Was just which news? Very reports, weird. News reports mentioned that uh, he was apparently supposed to mention Roman Reigns and the Shield, and and tie things together. But he went off script just to say that. I'm fine with what it was. What was said? Yeah, I. You know what? I think that it was fine. I think that if they added the Roman Reigns stuff and the Shield stuff, it would have drawn it out too much. It was I think still. The, it was weird. It was it, a weird segment. It, it was weird. And I think it's because of the whole thing. Like, we just had the feud with them. Or whatever, you, if you even want to call it a feud. So, 
But it, maybe it's yeah. like Dean Ambrose's last, like, oh, yeah, kill him. Or whatever. Yeah, I... And, uh, that led into Dean Ambrose versus EC3 picking up the victory, which mm-hmm. uh, ended with a small package kind of out of nowhere. I don't know if I like that. <sighs> I kind of liked it just because it I thought it worked but it's like I, where does this feud go mm-hmm. I don't know what more like you had EC3 picked up a victory over Ambrose well now it's 1-1 right so does it continue on Monday Night Raw I don't, I don't really see it like building I, I don't see a feud building so yeah I, I don't I see this going into the pay-per-view and then Amber is putting him over. So this way, wait, wait, which pay-per-view? I don't know. One of the two upcoming. Well, I don't see it happening at the chamber. That's this Sunday already. Okay. And again, I really, I don't see a feud building, so I'm going to have to see a lot more for me to even believe it'll go to fast lane. Up next for the WWE tag team championships. Top guys, The Revival, picking up the victory over Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. This was by far the best match of the night. I, I, just sit, I just kept sitting there thinking like, yo, if this was on a takeover and they had like even more time for the match, I, do you have the time for what this was? Uh, no, I actually don't. I'm sure like if it was an NXT, it would have been like, Booked a little differently. Oh, I actually do. 1925. It was such a good match. And, like, all the false finishes, all the pin breakups and stuff, I thought were absolutely amazing. Even down to Chad Gable trying to do a, um, I guess, like a, a crossbody from the, the middle rope. Turns around, gets hit with the shatter machine to, to lose. I thought this was okay. a, such a good match. I'm happy good. the Revival are tag team champions. So I guess the Revival aren't leaving now? I guess not. And I'm sure, uh, like Chris first brought up, this is could possibly lead into either triple threat or a fatal four-way uh, tag team match at WrestleMania. Hopefully not on the kickoff show. Uh-huh. Hopefully it's on the main WrestleMania card. It wouldn't make sense with, they, with the sort of outcome that we want to happen with Ryder and Hawkins losing, or not losing, winning, breaking the, the loss streak. Hey. Or losing streak, nah. I should say. Nah. So it wouldn't make sense for that to be on a kickoff show. So hopefully, WrestleMania comes around and Ryder and Hawkins win the titles. MetLife Stadium. Hey, break the streak. Uh, break the streak. Yeah. BTS. Yeah. Is that a gang? I feel like that is. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. Uh, Maybe. Throughout the night, though, Becky Lynch had people coming up to her, telling her to apologize, etc., which also was funny that Alexa Bliss goes, don't do it, don't apologize. Uh, but she she comes out, she finally she apologizes to Triple H and Stephanie, they reinstate the match, and then Vince McMahon comes out. You're not the man, I am the, I'm the man. And they might accept your apology, but I don't. Sure. You're suspended for 60 days, which is uh, five days after WrestleMania. And we need a replacement. Someone who will listen when they're spoken to, basically. And do the right thing. 
And he introduces Charlotte Flair. So awful, but predicted. Leaves uh, Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch out there to be pissed off. Because Rousey was out there as well. Uh, and Mr. McMahon's got her hand raised. Get used to it, Ronda. This is what it's going to look like after WrestleMania. I saw somebody tweet out saying this is something similar to WrestleMania 2000. What do you mean? Uh, where it was Rock, Triple H. Big uh, Show? Or not that one. Big Show and... Right? Was that that one where they all represented a different person? Yeah. Who was the last person in that match? Stone, Big Show, Stone Mankind, Cold. The Rock, Austin? No, Mankind was... Wait. Uh, Linda represented Mankind. Yeah, Linda came. That okay. was where he returned. Yeah. Because so... that's the storyline in... Uh... No mercy. What if this turns into something like that, where Vince McMahon is in the corner of Charlotte, and then Stephanie McMahon somehow takes Ronda Rousey, and an interesting turn of a event Rick, here. Ric Flair takes Becky? No. Triple H takes Alexa Bliss, because she's an NXT person. She was telling Becky Lynch not to even apologize. It's pretty far-fetched. And Mick Foley takes Becky Lynch. Well, what authority do they have? Well, Mick Foley has no authority other than exactly. I, want, I want her to win. Yeah, I don't... I Somehow she gets reinstated. I, I, I could see like some kick-ass Mick Foley promo. I want one Mick Foley promo out of nah, this I... before WrestleMania. I don't understand he's, he's the so entire far setup. Be, he's so behind Becky Lynch. Yeah, but your your analysis and everything, it seems so skewed because I that... Mean, it, it, I said it's very far-fetched. Yeah, but, I mean, there's it's not even a corporate kind of level where back then it was the owners uh, taking sides. Well, I and, mean, it's corporate on some... Yeah, some on, on just Stephanie and Triple H. Well, and, and Vince, Vince that's it. Yeah. Maybe Linda comes back for one night. <laughs> one night only? You know, I got power from the fifth McMahon. Yeah. That was a great day. That was a great day. Where were you when that happened? I'm sure here. I don't know. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. Uh, so that leads us into... But again, that's probably Next. like... That's probably not the end of Becky... No, she's going like, to if, if there's If it's not Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, they're doing sports entertainment wrong. Yeah, no, I think it's going to... The only unfortunate thing, like I said, I think I think it's going to end up with Charlotte being in uh, involved, I obviously. Really and we're going to have... It's going to be a triple threat match. Watch, could, maybe Becky... See, no, no. Maybe Becky, uh, maybe Becky beats up Ric Flair and Charlotte demands that she's inserted into this pay-per-view match. Or she beats up... Well, no, no. See, that's where you're things falls apart because we got a month after that uh -huh. a month still she beats up rick flair at his birthday party and then Which fast lane, fast no lane comes, comes along i want becky in a match if she could beat me again or whatever then then she could like screw it put her in the main event meh and, and then maybe that's how flair loses her spot maybe this is a test from vince mcmahon eh uh, you think? 100% eh. I think we're seeing Becky versus Charlotte at Fastlane. 
Yeah, which stinks. Which, by the way, that that live event match of Ambrose versus Nia Jax, I believe, turned out to not be a a real thing. I think it was a false advertisement. Yeah, they uh, they. I mean, for it, it can't be a false advertisement because they advertised it. Like they created that advertisement, yeah, so something happened where they just decided to change their mind on it. But that would have been pretty interesting if they went through with it. I mean, even it caught the attention of Paige, and Paige tweeted out saying, uh, in, with something positive supporting it. Yeah. But uh, moving to SmackDown, of course, it gets opened by Charlotte Flair, who, like, I rarely get embarrassed watching pro wrestling. <laughs> but this, I swear to God, this was one of those times where I was embarrassed <laughs> watching, and I was all by myself watching it. Oh, fine. She started to what the crowd. Well, that doesn't make sense. She whatted the crowd. They were chanting. I think they were chanting for Becky, and she goes, "What? What? What? What?" And I was like, "Oh no! I could feel a piece of me dying inside." <laughs> I just I don't get it. I, her I think her promos are just awful, and I can't say that. Like I've said it how many times? How many weeks? Well, her promos are awful. It's just like, jeez. The only person that thinks that she has a good promo is Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure that there's a lot of other people that do think that she has a good promo. But no, it's not entertaining. I mean, how do you – she whated the crowd. You, you can't what the crowd. It just doesn't oh, work like that. Yeah. Uh, first match, though, of the evening – was Carmella and Naomi now going as the fabulous glow, which again, two weeks in a row, I believe, know our truth. Huh. There's, there's no U.S. champion involvement of the Elimination Chamber pay per view as of right now. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Um, but Carmella and Naomi teamed up to defeat Mandy and Sonya, as well as the Iconics, uh, which. The champions. Well. Yeah, maybe. Um, something kind of annoying was the fact that we literally had we had this match last week. Just the only difference was that this was a stipulation to determine who will be. Yeah, a little switch first in the chamber. A little switch of the stipulations. Also, kind of annoying that they played the promos that they aired on Monday Night Raw during or during Monday Night Raw for this segment as well. What do you mean? They aired SmackDown promos on Monday Night Raw. Uh-huh. And then, which apparently they're going to be like, just the women division will be on both Raw and SmackDown, kind of. Which I don't see how that it couldn't with with only having one set of titles. Mm-hmm. But they aired promos to hype up the SmackDown superstars of the... Elimination Chamber match on Monday Night Raw, and then uh-huh. they, they re-aired them before this match began. And I feel like m- more time could have went to this match or another segment or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, something I did really like was the Iconics tagging out right away and not wrestling in this at all. I think it's a great strategy. If you don't lose, you can't be put in first. Uh, it's that w- I think that works, right? Yeah, and then after uh, Fabulous Glow won the match, the Iconics attacked them. And if it's not Bailey and Sasha Banks to win those tag team titles, I really hope it's the Iconics. 
I really hope it's them. I it's the only thing that makes sense to me. Especially with everything that they have, it's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. I would hate to see anything else. Uh, next up, you had The Miz and Shane McMahon hosting Miz TV with the Usos. Well, you had it was called Mick Miz TV. Mick Miz TV. The Usos. They spoke about uh, being disrespect, be disrespected by McMahon and Miz, and talking about how they are in fact the best tag team in the world. Yeah, they and how Miz and Shane don't really know each other or whatever. Yeah, every time everybody says the world's greatest, ta- uh, world's best tag team in the world, I always think of world's greatest tag team. World's best tag team in the world, or whatever they call the best, best team in the tag- world, or whatever. Yeah. Best, or the ben, best in the world or whatever. Benjamin and Haas. Well, yeah, the greatest, world's greatest tag team. Yeah. Or, oh, what were they in ROH? World's greatest tag team and... Let's see. World's greatest tag team and wrestling's greatest tag team. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it ended with the four of them face-to-face. Miz and Shane cling the the titles, and then both get super kicked. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a good segment. Fans were chanting for the Usos, which kind of threw me. But uh, I enjoyed the segment. And hopefully the Usos don't win the titles. Um, the only thing I want to see out of this is I want to see the Miz. I want to see Shane turn on the Miz. I, see, that's I don't see how that could be a thing because... But I also can't see it being the other way around. Well, if you have Shane turn on the Miz, the Miz gets skyrocketed into a babyface role. See, and it's like I, I get that. And what's kind of annoying is you had all four McMahons. I include Triple H as a McMahon on Monday Night Raw. Uh, what a few weeks ago? Was it the start of of 2013? Uh, 2013. <laughs> was it the start of 2019 or the end of 2018 where they did the whole we're listening to the fans from now on we're going to have new things this year so they go but I meant like the end of 2018 or was it the start of 2019 I think the start so you had that happen and they like uh, like Vince McMahon at this point is is heel due to him pushing Flair. Yeah. Shane is a face due to him his involvement with Miz. And then Triple H and Stephanie are kind of heels, but they're kind of also faces. Uh-huh. So, if Shane McMahon were to turn, then you have, like, an almost all-heel authority again. I think it works. I don't know. I think that we can definitely see Shane turning on the Miz. Well, time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, the main event of the evening was a gauntlet match where the winner would get to uh, enter last into the Elimination Chamber match. Randy Orton, unfortunately, picks up. Well, I mean, at the same point, it's like we don't have to sit through a Randy Orton match for the whole chamber. Orton picks up the victory over AJ Styles. Uh, hitting the R- RKO out of nowhere, which was pretty much expected as soon as you thought Randy Orton yeah. was going to be in this. But, uh, well, as soon as you saw other events unfold. But 
You had Kofi Kingston going over an hour in this match. He pins Daniel Bryan. He pins Jeff Hardy. He pins Samoa Joe. And then uh, AJ Styles is like, after after he pinned Joe, Joe beats him up. Yeah, he t- completely makes him pass out. AJ Styles runs down, stops it from happening. Keeps saying, like, like you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. Kofi Kingston gets super pissed off, super heated. Crowd gets fired up. Kofi gets fired up. Starts hitting AJ Styles. He goes, I didn't, like, I'm, I'm in this. This is my time. Mm-hmm. So he has the match. They have a, a pretty decent match. Ends with him tapping out. And then that's the RKO out of nowhere. But I, what did you think about the RKO out of nowhere? I thought it was predictable. Yeah, I didn't mind it though. I didn't mind it. I thought See, it was it's okay. like, but now it's like, it, I, with with this match, I don't think people are going to remember it for being for it being a good gauntlet match. I think people are going to remember it for it being like. For it having Kofi Kingston being like the man in it, yeah. I mean, it was Kofi Kingston's showcase spotlight match, and understandably so because you. I feel like because Kofi Kingston is being inserted into the elimination chamber, Which, um, you wait, we didn't even mention out. Mustafa Ali due to injury has to. Uh, he had to. They they pulled him from the match. Yeah, very very unfortunate, um, but. I think that Kofi Kingston being in the spotlight, it's very. I thought it was important for him to spotlight because a lot of people may not remember how great he was as a singles competitor, um, and it worked out. And now it's like, here's the, like I I said this multiple times. I'm ready for Daniel Bryan be, to be champion for two to three years or whatever. But now it's like, after a showcase like that, how do you not have Kofi Kingston? I don't know. Do I say win the title? No. That's not going to happen. How do you not have him win the championship though? At what point like he has if he's not champion by the end of 2019, it just that it makes no sense. No. I'm sorry. I wish that was going that was true, but that's so not going to happen. By the end of 2019 at least? No. Kofi's not going to be champion. I wish. It just but it doesn't. It doesn't make sense, dude. That was such a showcase of a match for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was a huge showcase, but I just can't see them uh, putting the tile around him like that at all. But, I don't know. I, I just. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's gonna win at the pay per view, but. Hmm. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, we'll take a little break right now and we'll be right back here on Marking Marking Out. This is WWE superstar, the premier athlete, Tony Nese, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 419. Uh, some sad news in the week of professional wrestling, Pedro Morales, WWE Hall of Famer Pedro Morales passed away. Uh, he was battling Parkinson's disease. But in- yeah, very unfortunate. I mean, uh, he was also the first Triple Crown winner in WWE. 
uh, WWF. Very unfortunate. Um, he was the first Latino WWF champion, uh, fourth person to win it. And uh, he was in the the Hall of Fame class of 95, which was the third class. Second yeah. with like an actual class. The first one was just Andre the Giant. I mean, our condolences go out to his family and friends. Uh, very, very tragic. Yeah. Um, also, this week, we have the WWE New Performance Center class. Uh, this roster, it features Samuel Shaw, Rachel Ellering, Trevor Lee, ACH, Karen Q, the Tag Team 3.0, Elliot Sexton, Jonah Rock, Nick Camarado, uh, Ricardo Miller, and Omari Palmer. I was kind of surprised that Sam Shaw was there. Well, he was at a, a tryout recently for them. I thought he was still doing stuff with Impact. No, he he was at the, the most recent uh, tryout that they had in, in Florida. He was there. Hmm. Yeah, he was there for their most recent tryout. Um, I was surprised to see... I mean, he. I think it was the same one that 3.0 was at. Um, I was surprised to see Jonah Rock. I, I mean, I saw him... Start. We started to know a little bit more about him on PWG, and I know that we haven't seen him in a little bit, so I was surprised with that. And then something awesome is Nick Camarado. Uh, I think that's really cool. He's a Monster Factory wrestler. Um, and, yeah. What do you think about 3.0? I, I don't know. I'm kind of, like, indifferent on it. I don't understand their placement, because... I'm, I, I don't understand their placement uh, on the tag team roster. Why is that? Well, just being smaller guys and everything like that. Uh, it, it, I don't know. It just doesn't scream anything to me. But I guess time will tell what really happened. Samuel Shaw, I'm really happy about. Uh, Rachel Ellering, I hope she develops into a good wrestler. <laughs> a better wrestler. I mean, it's weird, I guess, with 3.0. It's not like... I mean, we've seen them as enhancement talent in WWE. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, look at... But look at... uh, I mean, other smaller teams look at Undisputed Era. Yeah. It's not like Fish and... and, Or O'Reilly and uh, Strong are the the biggest people. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I guess so. Um, it should be exciting. It's going to be fun. I'm excited to see what happens with it, though. Uh, also, the most unfortunate news that anybody can ever say, uh, in regards to WWE total divas. Uh, yeah, <laughs> WWE total divas. Lana and Rusev have been pulled from total divas. I don't understand this decision. Apparently, they said that they were the lowest on the a poll that was taken. But Lana and Rusev, how many times have we raved about how great they were on the podcast? It was the only reason that I would actually watch. Like one um, of my favorite Total Divas like memories will always be <laughs> Lana and Jim Neidhart doing the shock put, and Lana picks it up. And does it and throws it right through the windshield of a car. <laughs> uh, I, 
I mean, one of my favorite moments is the love connection of Rusev and Larry Steve. Also, another good thing is, is uh, Rusev throwing Birdie a uh, Bulgarian-themed baby uh, first birthday party or whatever. What about Rusev mowing his lawn and cooking in pretty much the nude? Yeah. Well, barbecuing in the nude and well, mowing his grilling. lawn in, in his underwear. Grilling. Yeah, grilling. Uh, I think there. I can't confirm it. Like, I mean, like, but also, find... what about Lana versus Natalia? Yeah. Well, like, yeah. I can't find any like confirmation, but I don't think Paige is going to be on next season. Oh man, I am definitely not watching next season. But uh, Sonya Deville apparently, as well as Ronda Rousey, will be joining the cast, which I think is a very interesting move with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that. That's Hopefully. like it's like that's like very weird because I like feel... she's an outside name. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how everything gets filled with Rousey being involved. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, are they going to right off the bat have a feud on the show between her and Sonya Deville? I know I saw a clip of Ronda Rousey recently saying that like. I don't really think you can call it an MMA career if you've only had like two amateur matches or whatever about Sonya Deville. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen there. It's sure to be interesting though. Yeah. Um we do have a new champion. I think we mentioned it last week, but Jay White is mm. the IWGP heavyweight champion. I think that happened this week. Oh, was it this week? Yeah. But Something big is that when we go to Supercard, we're going to be seeing him in action facing the winner of the New Japan Cup. Uh, Which ends on, like, the 24th, like, just, like, the week or two before. Yeah. I hope it's somebody, like, really cool. Who? I don't know. I mean, I was hoping to see. Tonga? Well, mm. I think he deserves a championship. Solo. I mean, it's not that I don't think he does. I've been, dude, I've been wanting to see Tom uh, Tonga wrestle for years now. Do you remember that? I was like, uh, yeah, it was like 4 a.m. or whatever. And I was sitting there watching CMLL and uh, long time ago before New Japan. Been, um, yeah, I don't it remember was, what yeah. year it was, but it was it was definitely before he got big on New Japan. And I tweeted him. I was like, dude, are you like going to be wrestling in the U.S. at all? And he was, like, asking for a clip of the match or whatever, and I somehow I found it and tweeted it to him. But Yeah. Unfortunately, he forgot where he came from, and he doesn't even listen to our podcast anymore. What do you mean, anymore? Well, he used to. Mm. But, and it's not, it's not that I don't think Tanahashi, like, I don't think, it's like, I, I don't think we won't see him, but, I, I like, I hope we'll see him. I hope we'll see Okada. I'm sure we will. Even Naito? Go to. I want to see. I want to see go to uh, pretty bad. Um, there's a lot of wrestlers that I think we're going to end up seeing. I, I'm curious. I just, what the... I just hope we see like other people who aren't at every New Japan show, such as uh, Jushin Liger, Taka, Michinoku would be cool. I'm going to be. It's, it's weird that we're not going to see Omega. It is, because he officially signed with AEW as the vice president this week. 
Yeah. Which uh, they sold out their show in four minutes. Mm-hmm. Double or nothing sold out in four minutes. They have somebody bought a ticket from all of 50 states. Uh, D.C. as well as I think Puerto Rico, they said. And I believe they said nine different countries. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's... that's pretty good for them. We'll see how their third show goes. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And we're definitely going to cover all that. Uh, Cody, unfortunately, he's not going to be in action. Underwent arthroscopic uh, knee surgery. So he'll be out for two to three months. And on the topic of AEW, something interesting is uh, uh, they might be trying to get Batista. Very interesting if they do get him. I mean, they already just they just partnered up with Triple A too. Yeah, they had Batista apparently had meetings in uh, Connecticut with WWE this week for WrestleMania 35, and also was on I believe Chris Jericho's podcast, which stirred speculation of Oh my God, Batista's going to AEW. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's who knows. I think Chris Jericho said WWE pays less than AEW, mm-hmm. which is just that's that's weird. Yeah, that's a weird thought. But I mean, they're what they got multi millionaires, multi billionaire people back in the company. Yeah. So. It's true. It's true. It's damn true. Yeah. But yeah, so that is all of the outside the ring news. But we do have a uh, an upcoming pay per view. Yeah, taking place Houston, Texas, at the Toyota Center this Sunday. Elimination Chamber. Um, there's no kickoff show matches announced yet, so there's always potential for that. So they'll probably will have maybe it's Road Dog versus Elias. Um, doubtful, but yeah, well, I wouldn't say well. Yeah, maybe like Kalisto versus Elias at this point. Maybe. But, all right. So, some of the matches that you're going to have. So, let's go with. We'll go with all of the matches. (laughs) These are all of them. A no disqualification match between Braun Strowman and Baron Corbin. Chris is picking Braun Strowman. I'm going to say Baron Corbin. I'm going to go with Braun Strowman. Dude, it's, I mean, that's a great pick but it's a no dq match you have uh drew mcintyre not booked on this card you have um i mean i guess really drew mcintyre but yeah uh next up you have bobby lashley gonna be defending his intercontinental championship alongside with leo rush taking on finn balor and if leo rush loses then he uh obviously Bobby Lashley loses the title. Yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, ooh. Uh, it's tough to even see title changes on this card. Well, I'm going with Finn Balor. Chris also picked Finn Balor. Yeah? Huh. I think it's just... I think the time is right for Finn Balor. The odds are, are stacked against him. I guess if he wins, he could always defeat Leo Rush instead of Bobby Lashley. Right. Yeah, I'll I'll go with Finn Balor. 
for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship, you have challenger Akira Tozawa taking on the champion Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. I'm sticking with champion Buddy Murphy. I learned my lesson from the Royal Rumble. I'm going to stick with the champ as well. And I believe Chris picked Buddy Murphy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, you got the Raw Women's Championship on the line. Ronda Rousey defending against Ruby Riot. I'm going to go with Rousey. Yeah, it's it's Rousey across the board. Nah. Uh, tag Team Championship on the line for SmackDown. Miz and McMahon taking on the Usos. I'm going to go with Miz and McMahon. Yeah, I'm going McMiz as well. Uh, Chris went with McMiz as well. I All said right, as well too many times. Just now. Uh, as well. <laughs> for... Uh, so- the which one do we end with? Ooh, ooh! For the uh, WWE Championship, you have champion Daniel Bryan taking on AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Samoa Joe, Kofi Kingston, and Randy Orton. I'm going Daniel Bryan. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan as well. Chris picked Daniel Bryan, and for the first ever. Uh, at least this incarnation of them, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, you're going to be seeing Nia Jax taking on the Riot Squad, taking on uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, Bailey and Sasha, Boston Hug Connection, Naomi and Carmella, Fabulous Glow, and the Iconics. I'm going Boston Hug Connection. Chris went the Riot Squad, which is a very interesting pick to me. Huh. I'm going to go with the Boston Hug Connection. I wish it was the Iconics or Mandy Rose and DeVille, but I'm going to go with Bailey and Banks. Yeah. I, so, I don't know. And it's so stupid. They're like, oh, fun. they're like Nia Jackson, Tamita are the favorites to win the match. It's like, what the? F- no, they're not. Especially now that you're saying that. It's because of their size or whatever. Dude, Nia Jax, at what point? She was cutting a promo. Where was she that she was cutting a promo? Oh, they when they aired the like the pop up promos or whatever, uh-huh. she's cutting her promo and Tamina's like speaking under her. It's like you couldn't understand anything Tamina was saying. I had no clue what Tamina's purpose in that interview was because I could not understand what she was saying. Wow. Yeah. But uh, that's the elimination chamber pay per view. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. That's right. It's shameless plugs. Nothing shameless here. But uh, Evolve Wrestling, as everybody knows, Ricochet is going to be appearing at one of their upcoming events for Evolve 123 taking place in Melrose, Massachusetts, March 15th. They're actually having a poll on Twitter where you can vote who will be Ricochet's opponent. It's going to be either Shane Strickland, A.R. Fox, or Orange Cassidy. At the current time, Orange Cassidy is in the lead with 60%. There's five days left on this poll. So go ahead and vote. Who do you want to see Ricochet in that ring against? Also, make sure you go check out Shane Strickland. He has a new Twitter. It's at Swerve Confident. Uh, Make sure that you give him a follow. Go support him. He is already a, a superstar um it's only a matter of time till he gets signed to wwe and i'm sure that we're going to be seeing a lot of him in 2019 um following up with that shane strickland actually has a podcast that you can go check out it's called swerve city podcast at swerve city 
pod. Uh, you can go check them out at fanoffmedia.com. You can find them on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. So, yeah, Swerve City Podcast at Swerve City Podcast. Hey, Brandon, any uh, shout-outs? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs, waka waka. Little Shop of Horrors is getting the first shout-out. It's uh, one of my favorite movies, and uh, I think the soundtrack is great. They've been doing it lately on the ABC show American Housewife. So they did some song from it this past week. And so, what, what is it called? Uh, the show is American Housewife. Okay. Um, I mean, you would agree Little Shop of Horrors is great, right? <laughs> eh. You don't like Little Shop of Horrors? It's okay. What? Okay. Why is this based off of it? What do you mean? Is it based off of it? The show. Do you not listen when people speak on this show? Sometimes. I said they were doing it on this season. What do you mean? Like they, one of the storylines of the show was the daughter doing Little Shop of Horrors in high school. I think I saw this. Well, maybe you did. Was it like did? a high school play? Yes. And then she ends up breaking character <laughs> and starts like singing to someone in the crowd. Yes, you did see it. Yes. I don't know why I saw it. <laughs> yes, I don't you watched know where an episode of American Housewife then. Yeah, I don't know where I saw that part. I think I remember reading the subtitles, like the close it was closed captioning. But I don't know yeah. where I would be watching it. Well, uh the next shout out goes to Antimon's Popums. Antimon's oh, yeah. is a uh cake cake gimmick by us i don't know if it's worldwide or not but uh the popums are their little donut holes and i honestly i could eat a whole box of them in like a day or two they're so good they're so good i Uh, once you stop you just can't no it's once you pop but that's not even that's not even (laughs) the right it's not even the right person yeah right company i went to dunkin donuts the other night albeit it was a little late but they didn't have any munchkins left I was so disappointed. All I've been craving munchkins for for a while now. I almost got you to sing. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said the longest time. Whoa. Whoa. But they didn't have any. They, well, they had jelly donut munchkins and powdered donut munchkins left. But like, I really wanted the glazed ones. So. No, is it Dunkin' or Dunkin' Donuts? Well, I guess. I mean, a majority of the the ones by us are still Dunkin' Donuts, but I guess right? they're. Just called Dunkin'. That's yeah, like Domino's, I think they officially made the change. It's like Domino's Pizza is no longer Domino's Pizza. It's Domino's because they don't sell pizza. They sell a pizza product. But Whoever said that, like whoever, if you had to order Domino's, did you ever say, hey, let's order Domino's Pizza? No. You always say, let's order Domino's. Yeah. As opposed to, hey, let's get Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, it's always, hey, let's get Dunkin'. No, one's, no, 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 no. No one says, hey, let's get <laughs> Dunkin'. We used why not? Why not give it to Dewey? We used to say, let's just get Double D. <laughs> no, we didn't. Yeah, not, not you who, and I. <laughs> who used to say that? Me and my friends up at school. That's like we, the most ridiculous innuendo. <laughs> you want to get, you want to go grab Double D. That's the most ridiculous innuendo I've ever heard. Yeah, we used to just be like in between studying. Do you want DD? Do you want Double D? And we'd go get coffee. Well, Kofi Kingston's getting the last shout-out. Uh, 
I really don't even need to explain. <laughs> he absolutely killed it on SmackDown. So he did. Those he are my did. shout outs. Now it's time for Al. Al. That is right, our mark out moment of the week. Uh, do you have any? Do I have any? Um, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I was watching. Let's make a deal, uh-huh. and the, there was someone dressed up as a pro wrestler on there. Oh, that was last week's. Oh, did I say that last week? No, you you forgot to, I believe. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, so uh, somebody was dressed up as a pro wrestler, and him and uh, Wayne Brady, he was just like, who's your favorite wrestler? He was just like, Braun Strowman. And then he got, he was just like, get these hands. <laughs> like, very awkwardly, he was just Ooh, like, get these hands. The guy said it, or Wayne Brady? Yeah, the guy. Uh, the guy, not Wayne Brady. Uh, and then some other fan in the audience saw the guy and gave him a high five after he said, get these hands. And it was pretty funny. I was marking out over that. And then today there was a, a doctor of physical therapy on Deal or No Deal. So I definitely marked out for that as well. Well, I could say I could say uh, Kofi Kingston lasting over an hour in that gauntlet match was awesome. Definitely wow. marked out over that. Got a <laughs> shout out for it. Over an hour. Yeah. Which they I think they were saying might be the longest a SmackDown superstar might have ever competed. On the show. That's pretty crazy. Um, I think it was really cool listening to Dean Ambrose on the Major Wrestling Figure podcast. Where it's funny because they tell the story where they, they, I think they were saying backstage one time, like, oh, hey, you should come on the show. And he like, a podcast about toys, absolutely, like, hell no. <laughs> and then I forget what they said, like, what, why he changed his mind or whatever. Uh-huh. But I think it was him thinking about, like, his early figures and stuff. Oh. It, it, was, it was cool, yeah. It was a good interview. Uh, I think it was, it was one of my favorite episodes of that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Tony Nese versus Noam Dar had a no DQ match on 205 Live this past week. Awesome match. Like, if you guys haven't seen that, definitely 100% go check that out. Tony Nese put in some work. Noam Dar put in some work into this match. Um, it was just, it was a really good match. I, I like that moonsault that he did while Dar was set up on the chair. Yeah. Between the chair and the ring ropes. Yeah. Even like Tony Nese did the one arm power bomb, uh, off the steel steps through the announce table. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend it. Don't sleep on 205 live. I can't say that enough. Nah. But uh, as the mark out moment of the week, that was our show this week. A little short, but that's all right. The content, nah, the content was across. Uh, you can check us out iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, <laughs> markingout.com, at markingout on Twitter, at BTTG161, at Chris Sween Dog, at Dave the Rave underscore MO. ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Give us a like. Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. And we wish you. We wish you.
V. v. Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a fantastic week. Happy Valentine's Day.